Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. This episode of the RPG Show. My name is Brent. I'm your host, and with me today, I have, I have, I have, uh, you know, it's it's Nick, man. It's just it's just Nick. It's just Nick. Yeah, it's nothing special. Not exciting at all. Probably the opposite of exciting. I I leech excitement from the environment. <laughs> that you do. Just that you do. Drain it. That you do. What have you been up to, man? Uh, same old, same old. Work. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me Coming too. Coming home, playing games. Which you've been I got my uh, game room thing set up. I stole that back from Nicole, so that was cool. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Which you, which you been playing? Um, Monster Hunter World mainly. Okay, how is it? It's uh phenomenal. Oh, really? It might it's it might be my favorite game I've played in a long time. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, it's because it's it's one of those I haven't done this in a while. Uh, one of those things where you're not actively there and you're thinking about it. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you like it. It's it's like a MMO type thing, right? Uh, yes and no. Um, it's multiplayer, like it's, though, right? It is multiplayer, but that's not the main intent. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I, I it can be if you want it to be. It's uh either solo or co-op. Uh huh. So you can solo the whole game and. That won't be a problem. But if you want to, I guess, jazz it up a bit, you can... I guess the better question is, how are you playing it? Solo. Okay. Right. Just So I guess essentially it is like an MMO for me, because I play solo when I play MMOs, unless I'm required to queue up with people for fucking That's dungeons. True. That's whatever. true. That's true. Matchmake. Never learn any of the people's names. Never speak to any of them. Just hope they all know how to do their roles. Uh, finish the instance or whatever. Get the fuck uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Go back to doing my own shit. Okay. Um, but I guess what's been so enticing about Monster Hunter is, uh, like, I have the first one for the PS2. I've got also the first release on the PSP, okay. um, which is pretty much just a port to the PSP. I think they added some stuff, but from what I remember, it was, it was almost exactly the same as the PS2 game. Um, and then they started, I guess, uh, I guess the sales were good for the PSP, so they started just pushing it on to portable. And I think there was, like, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, Freedom Unite 2... Um, and then I think there was like a Monster Hunter 3 Unite or something. I know there was a Monster Hunter Try for the Wii, which I got because my brother had a Wii, but I only really played that for like five hours. Um, because I had played, I played the first one for like 40, 50 hours and didn't get very far because it's one of those, uh, kind of games where it's, 
you have to kind of master the system. Okay. And you have to master the uh, pattern recognition of what the monsters are doing and how best to hunt them and whatever. Um, but you, you don't really get the information in the game. It's one of those uh, try something until it works and then remember what worked kind of deals. Okay. And uh, what they fixed is they've kind of streamlined and casualized the series with World in that... Uh, like they still don't really explain a lot, but there there are tutorials when you're playing the game, so you're not just like starting the game up and wondering what the fuck you're doing. Um, and instead, you kind of are slowly taught how to play Monster Hunter. Um, but the big difference is that the older games, every section of the map was uh, kind of like a a hub, sort of not a hub, but you know, like a room. I guess a room would be a better term. Like you'd go into a section of the map do what you gotta do there, and then go to go to the next, and it'd be a loading screen. So it would take you from that room and put you into a new room. Um, and what that would do is it would kind of break up some aspects of the the game. Like if you're being chased by something and you went to a new room, quote unquote, um, like the game would have to account for the monster or whatever transitioning from the old room to the new room. So you typically would get like a buffer of like five to ten seconds where the, the game would have to be like, okay, we're gonna throw this thing here, what was it doing? How much health did it have? Whatever, whatever's going to do behind the scenes. Um, whereas in World, that doesn't happen anymore. Now it's all uh, one cohesive map. Okay. So if, say, one of the flying wyverns were to chase your ass from like one corner, like one part of the map, uh, it's going to follow your ass wherever you're going. So some people uh, have complained about that because, like, oh, it removes one of the aspects of the game load screen shit, whatever, it makes some, some certain quests harder, like you can't use strats for a certain quest anymore because blah 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 blah, but to me it makes the whole experience more immersive, because you're not yeah. like take, being taken away from it for 5-10 to 10 seconds for a loading screen, you don't really get to catch your breath what, uh, from the addition, additional ten couple 10 seconds from the loading screen where the monster uh, is delayed on spawn, and it's uh, just that's a bit more exhilarating. Okay, okay. All right, well that's cool. That's cool. Any uh, anything outside of uh, Monster Hunter you've been playing? Um, I've just been uh, revisiting some older games to grind up trophies for them. Nah. Uh, I wanted to do start streaming FFTA, but I just haven't gotten around to that yet. Okay. All right. Well. Because uh, I mean, I still have it on Game Boy Advance, but probably won't play it on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. But I don't think my shit even owns batteries anymore. Yeah. Well, I um. I, cause my, I got my SP out and I got it working. I had to get a new battery for it cause the battery was shot and it's like, you forget like how dim the screens were. Cause it's been a while since I broke it out. Right. And yeah. I have the front lit SP, not the, not the, backlight. uh, the backlight SP. Oh so man. It's, really it's, should have gotten a backlight. Well, they, I got it when it first came out, man. Like the backlight one didn't come out until after the DS was coming out. Right, so I didn't. Uh, I mean, this thing is ancient. Like I, I was looking at maybe getting a backlit one or modding this one, but I don't know. It's playable. Like it's 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 plenty bright if you ask me. Like as long as I'm not sitting in a, like a lit room, <laughs> I could play it. And I think I am going to um, play FFTA on original hardware. I'm. I haven't. I haven't fully decided because I, I went and rebought my copy simply because I wanted to have it. And I've also been, since I got it fixed, I've been playing a lot of games on it. Like, uh, you know, I played uh, 
a few hours of Mega Man. It was like X3. Um, I played... Uh, there's a Crash Bandicoot game I have. There's, Of course, there's Advance Wars. Anytime I get a chance to put in Advance Wars and play a couple hours of that, I do. Um, haven't really played any FFTA yet, though, uh, even though I got that in. But uh, I played an hour of Legacy of Goku, and just like, what am I doing with my life? But I've been playing a ton of this Game Boy since I, I got it working. I've been playing. I've actually been playing a lot of video games, which is weird for me. Uh, since the last time we talked, I think uh, Skith talked me through, talked me into going through the intro uh, story quests for Eternal, which I thought was fun. I couldn't see myself playing that, you know, any sort of experience time. But the the story campaign part of it was cool. Um, I've been playing a game called Tyranny that I bought on Steam. It's like a, it's one of those isometric PC RPGs um, where you get a lot of, it's like a lot of decision making. It's like you go through like this whole ordeal, like storytelling kind of uh, like choose your own adventure kind of segment before you even start playing that kind of builds the world and sets up your rep reputation within it kind of thing. Um, that's been okay. Like, uh, you know, if you're in the mood for those type of games, so it's, you know. It was on my wish list. It was on sale, so I, I bought it and played it. Um, what else? I think I checked that out one time, but I don't really play games on Steam. Yeah, I mean me either. But I've got the, <laughs> I've got the new rig, so like I was just I was going through and playing a bunch of stuff on it um, until I got the the <laughs> the game the GBA working, and then I started you know I'm like ah oh, fuck the gaming computer. I'm playing on this. Uh, so that tells you how short my extension, my attention span is. <laughs> um, but, uh, that's, that's what I've been doing. Mostly that and, you know, work and this, this fucking kid, man, like God, like today she was being an asshole, like a right little bitch. Okay. Like, all right. I have fun with the kid and everything and that's all good, but she does this thing. Right. And some people find it cute and endearing. I find it so infuriating. All right. So. But isn't that children? That's 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 children as a whole. You're right. But uh, I'm trying to trying to feed the child. She does not. She's it's not necessarily that she's picky. She just won't eat a lot of the time. Like she's not not hungry. Like and whatever, kid, you do you. But. I spend more time trying to feed her than anything else on the planet. And I finally get her to sit down. I make her some noodles. And this is before bedtime. So I was almost late to this whole thing because she wouldn't go to bed on time because I sat her down. She normally goes to bed about like between 8, 8, and 30. And like 7, 30, I you know, get, her, get her stomach real full so she fall asleep. Great. It'll be good. So I start feeding her. I make her some, some noodles, right? Some mac and cheese. Like, there's just some buttered noodles with just a little bit of cheese in it. And she commences to eating them one motherfucking noodle at a time. She'll do a rice, too. I make her rice. She'll eat one grain of rice at a time. She'll spend Sounds a like you should stop making that. She'll spend a fucking hour eating. I, like, what are you doing, kid? Like, she would she'd pick up a noodle. She'd eat it. And she'd go, all done. I'm like, no, you're not. You need to eat your noodles. She'd be like, okay. She'd pick up another noodle, eat it. And she'd be like, all done. I'm like, no, you're not. You need to eat it. And pick one at a time. She thought it was hilarious. <sighs> Can't she tell that you're getting pissed on? 
No, it's it's. I try and not get get wound up because that's she thinks it's funny when I get I get wound up. So I have to try real hard to be kind of monotone and firm, but not excitable. Because if I get excitable, she thinks it's just hilarious, like everybody else on the planet does. So <laughs> it's just like it was it was something else. But it's been great. It's been great. Speaking of kids, um, you're familiar with the prank where it's uh, a faux magic trick and you have a coin under a bottle with the lid off. Yes. And uh, you're supposed you squeeze to be, like, it. Yeah, you get them yeah, to look and see if it's gone and then you squeeze it and it shoots in their face. Yeah. So I've seen that a couple times and so I was familiar with it. Okay. And I get to work. Uh, well, I'm at work the other day and this guy brings his family in and oh, he's got a little girl. Oh, boy. And she's all, like, shy and shit or whatever. She's around new people. And so we're sitting at the lunch table. I'm eating. And on my phone, not really paying attention. And then I hear something about a magic trick. And to ask Nick or Wayne, because they haven't seen it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, what's the magic trick? And she gets all excited. Oh, and go, takes a water bottle and goes fills up with water. And gets asks somebody for a coin. I'm like, fuck. I know where this is going. This is bullshit. Please tell me you squeezed it in her face. No. Damn. No, like I was, I, I'm not gonna be that kind of a dick. Like, I would. To people I don't know, and to little children, I guess. Oh, no, that's, that's, the, like, best, that's like, the best way to do it. You gotta teach them lessons. Nah, or... nah. Well, that's what the dad said. He's like, man, I would have blocked her, like put my arms out, and be like, oh, I, don't, uh, I don't know what you're doing. I don't, I don't see anything different. You, you should look again. But I'm like, maybe I gave her too much credit. Cause I'm like, I'm like, well, she probably she knows the trick. So why would she fall for the trick if you know the trick? Yeah. So. Yeah. And besides, she it probably would make her day if I fell for the trip. So I did. And everybody laughed her asses off. She was laughing. She was laughing. I was laughing. Everybody was laughing. It was a good old time. So you let this 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 little cunt squirt water in your face. Yes. Uh, under the rue, uh, the guise of a magic trick. Yes. Oh God, Nick, Nick, what are you doing, man? Why are you trying to be nice like that? <laughs> you can't live life that way. It's bad for you. I guess. I'm just trying to fit in at work, man. That's all. I get it, but I would have been like, no, that's the one where you're going to squeeze that shit and it's going to spray in my face. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I wouldn't See, have if been... it was actually something like painful or had a, a, I don't like want a water in my face. To, like, ruin something. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. But it was just, it's just water. Ah, no. I get fucking coolant and hydraulic oil and okay. all kinds of shit. Grease all over me, all fucking day. Water. Ain't anything. Oh, well, I guess I guess it's all relative, Nick. It's all relative. But anyway, so basically what we're going to do today, this will be a kind of laid-back show. We're going to try and keep the energy up so we don't just kind of drone into nothingness. But uh, I put the I put the call out for some, some questions on the Discord, and we actually got quite a few. So we're just going to sit here and go through these and talk about them and do the thing. But before we get to that... I do want to talk about, because uh, on the Albert Honesty review, we, we commented that we would really like to play uh, translations of these games that are, are like original translations that weren't working designs related. Uh, so Blaine linked to, on the Discord, a, uh, a thread on ROM hacking that is all original translations, well, fan-based original translations. Um, for working designs titles, which is cool, but it also sent me down a rabbit hole. So now I know ROM hacking is a thing, 
and like hacks and all this kind of stuff. I've always known about that. But I never knew about this this randomizing scene. Like this is oh, new yeah. to me. Like and this blows my mind. Like, well, I get that it's a thing that would happen, but now I'm super interested in it and want to try some of them. Cause uh I just went through and like there was there's there's a ton of them, man, and it sounds super interesting. So um I went down a, yeah. a hell of a rabbit hole. Whenever I'm looking up uh, stuff about Dark Souls, people will be talking about their randomized playthroughs and how they get like the best weapons at the beginning of the game, and or they get like weird items out of place they don't expect to get, and it changes the way they play the whole game. They, like they've never played the a certain build before, but they got a weapon at the very beginning so they could use it. I'm like, okay, I guess I can see the the merits of that. It's like uh, I really want to try the one for Final Fantasy Tactics because it you can it's there's a bunch of different options for randomizing, but like the one I want to do is like you randomize the enemies in each of the maps, and then you also can like randomize which jobs get what, and like like you can just completely fuck the 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 job trees like to shit, and it would just be interesting to do that once and see what that's like. So do you know if that's only with uh, player given? Uh, like job abilities, or if you get like stuff from other like you, uh, NPC only classes. I don't know. You might get some. Like, there's a like, whole hack for it where you just play as monsters. You play all of FFT as monsters, like that. Like, there's a there's a bunch of uh like hacks out there for FFT. Interesting. So, but no, that's uh, because I mean, and and it's been so long since I looked at like ROM hacking as a thing. Like it, it, like the newest stuff they had was all still cart based ROM hacks, right? And now there's you know PlayStation, PlayStation Two, like all this, all this crap, and it's like wow, that's way, uh, way interesting. I like I said, I went down a rabbit hole. So uh, thanks for wasting that four hours of my life, Blaine. Uh, never get that back. So uh, I guess we'll start at the top. First responder, as always, was Sir Cujo, with, uh, came in with a few questions here. Uh, first question, just take them one at a time. Which new release games are you most excited for and why? Nick, I'll let you go on that one. Um, I don't know. I haven't really looked toward the future very much. I know that, you know, Community 2 is coming out. Yeah. That should yeah. be fun. Um, I don't know. What's been announced? I don't know, man. Like the, we're the worst people to ask about new stuff coming out, man. Like the worst. Especially because our show is all about old shit. That's true. That's true. It you is. Think, uh, you think that'd be a clue or something? Or you know the fact that we have to spend so much time playing old games. We don't really spend too much time looking looking what's coming out. But I know Nino Cooney's two is Nino Cooney's Nino Cooney two is coming out because Brittany won't shut up about that shit. Uh, I probably won't play it until I get to play the first one. Because my my back catalog is quite extensive at this point, I don't know why she's she's shouting about uh, Nino Kuni two when she she hasn't beat Breath of the Wild yet. She has an unopened fractured butthole like to play. Like I don't I don't know what she's so excited about yet another game she's not going to play for twenty years is. But anyway, she should, she should get that fractured hole looked at. Yeah, she should. She should. Um, do you plan on playing any? I guess we answered that. But what's oh up? um. There is something, The Witch on the Hundred Night 2, that I'm actually excited about. Okay. What is that? I forgot, I had that on pre-order. Well, well there you go. Um, what game uh, besides FF15 gave you crippling depression? Crippling depression. I don't know if I'd go that far off 15. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say that far. I mean, it gave me, like, unbridled rage 
and that's a different thing entirely. But there's been a few times, you know, where I've I've gotten really far in games to have my game stop working. Like that's been a thing that's happened to me. Um, I mean, that's probably why it took me years after my first playthrough of eight to go back and beat it because I got all the way to to um, Ragnarok or whatever the ship is, and my uh, my disc, my third disc, just didn't work. So uh, that was a thing. Uh, I've had uh, save states or memory cards go and lose, you know, 40 hours plus progress, but nothing I can really think of comes to mind. You got anything? Uh, nothing that's really made me depressed. Like, I wasn't even depressed with 15, just disappointed. Yeah, it's just... Even though I knew I knew what I was going into, like, I knew it wasn't going to be good, but y'all wanted us to fucking play this shit. So I'm like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I mean, I went in with my expectations kind of checked as well because I wasn't super excited for it. So it was just a disappointment thing. It's like, you know, it's not it's just a reminder of where RPGs are going, you know, when we don't want it to go there kind of thing. So um, your favorite RPG animal, non-anthropomorphic. He said anamorphic, but I'm pretty sure he means anthropomorphic. Um. <laughs> Uh, I think he meant like uh, I think he what he means by that is like an animal that's an animal, not something that I can speak and yeah, like it's like not it's not human a humanoid animal. animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll let you go first. I gotta think on that. One. I'm always going first for the shit. Um, I have to I guess do a favorite. Oh boy. I guess you could right, go with like a fucking chocobo. Yeah, chocobo, the pig from uh, what was that game? Because you you ate it because it sacrificed itself. Like there, so there's that. Oh, with that illusion one. of Gaia. Illusion of Gaia, the guy, the Gaia pig. Um, actually, maybe I'll do uh, well, handpan's kind of is hand for uh, wild arms. You think handpan? Yeah, but doesn't he talk? I think so. Bitch. So if he talks, he's out. What's um? Hmm. I'm sure there's oh 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 oh. oh. Um, the dog companion in, is it Secret of Evermore? Yep. That's a cool one. Uh, you could say, uh, your Pokemon of choice, technically. Uh, a Pokemon. Uh, you know, uh, I could say that, that one cow that made me almost shit my pants one of the times I was playing Minecraft. Like, that's a thing. You could say that. Um, cause I was, dig- I was, I was exploring a cave and I opened up a hole above me and a cow fell through it and I just wasn't ready for it and it scared the shit out of me, man. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, cause it's just like a, it was like, and just down it came. I was like, oh shit. It's a cow. It's raining cows. Hallelujah. It's raining cow. Okay. Um, I was trying to think of a pun, and all I really had was like that was utterly unbelievable. But oh uh, damn! <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it was a good pun, but just stop, <laughs> just stop. Like you're like, oh, this is bad. I shouldn't say it, but I have to say it. I have to mention that I couldn't find a good one just so I can say this shitty pun. Exactly. You're utterly well, well, unbelievable. All right, so um. When's the next meetup so we can plan it? Maybe something this summer? I don't know, man. We haven't found anything good, really, uh, to do uh, a meetup around. I haven't found anything that's not 
Well, the one we wanted to do, you were had to work through. So yeah, I mean that's Magfest is just hard because it's hard to get time off like right there. Like that's that's you know that's like trying to go to a con the week of Fourth of July. It's just not going to happen. So we got to find something kind of localish. I mean, we got to be able to like con uh, Blaine and James into coming, so it can't be too. Ter- I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be the right right circumstances, I guess. So yeah. I mean we're still looking. Like I don't think the look the looking stopped. It's just there's nothing really I think it would be I think it's everybody has to get together to coordinate. Yeah. I mean it just hasn't happened. It's 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 there's nothing in Virginia really that's that's worth trying to go to. Um I mean and I also don't want to go to something that's during tornado season. Well, smaller than, than Super Vidcon. Because Super Vidcon wasn't big, but there's certainly ones out there that are smaller than that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to go to something like that. That would be bad. <laughs> uh, well, if you're really feeling frisky, we can try to do Dragon Con or whatever. Ugh. In Atlanta? I don't know. Well, that's why I said if you're feeling frisky. That's, yeah, I'm not feeling that kind of frisky. That's That seems... That seems like AIDS on a tequila bottle right there. That seems bad. Well, if people have like a, a local thing that's kind of big, like I, we didn't even know about Super Bitcoin until it was brought up. Yeah, so I mean, but, that's the thing. Like everybody should check like their, I mean, because we're on the East Coast, sort of like, you know, we're in Virginia. I think we've said that plenty. So, you know, anything around that, you know, within a state or two is probably feasible. So if anybody finds anything, knows of anything, um, you know, maybe this year isn't isn't going to pan out. But I mean, as long as you know we got people out there scoping, you know, your local cons, find something that's you know about video games and of moderate size, then report in on it, and then maybe we do something, you know, next time around or whatever. So, because I mean, I'm all for doing another meetup. I just don't know if that's something we could we could do an annual thing on anyway. You know what I'm saying? Once it started getting the funds. Yeah, I mean, because it's injected up our rectums. So that's the only place for it. It's the best place for it. It's uh, extra spacious. Now, um, what was I going to say? Now, I know a couple of you travel through the area, and anybody that travels through the area is more than welcome to reach out to to me personally, and I'll I'll buy you a drink. You know, we can hang out. Like I'm not going to tell you to fuck off. You come to the Richmond area. I'll, uh, I'll hook up with you, have a drink, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. Um, if you want to hang out with me? I ain't paying for a drink. Yeah, because Nick's, yeah, Nick's like that. Um, did we get the switch yet? I think we both have said we we have the switch. Uh, I do have the switch now. I still haven't played the fucking uh, demo yet. The Octopath Traveler. You should. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Um, I haven't played a whole lot on it. I bought it for Brittany. Mostly, I I played. There's the new uh, Sonic game on it that I played. I played a couple hours of Breath of the Wild. Realized I wasn't really into it. I wasn't feeling it, and uh, I haven't really played anything else on it. So, uh, which RPG had the best protagonist? Who? That's a big question. Who's your favorite RPG protagonist? Lenneth from Blacker Profile. I mean, that's fair. I mean. That's a hard one. I mean, for me, my favorite, a lot of my favorite RPGs have silent protagonists. So that's a data art. Is is Delita a protagonist? I guess it depends on your opinion, doesn't it? He's a deuteragonist, I would say. It depends on your opinion, doesn't it? Um, 
Well, I'd still say he had a, I guess, a net positive effect on the plot. Like, he wasn't against Ramza to, I mean, just to be against Ramza. Like, he wasn't, like, you don't really ever fight him. Like, his political goals maybe are uh, a bit at odds with what Ramza's trying to do, but ultimately, um, they kind of work towards the same thing, but on yeah. different sides. Like, he's doing the political route, he's doing, uh, Ramza's doing the supernatural route, essentially. I guess... I guess it's easier for me to just, like, there's a bunch of, like, just good characters in general. Like, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Balthier from, from Final Fantasy XII. Um, Why don't you just say him, then? I don't know if I'd say he's my favorite. That's, favorite's hard. Like, because I don't know. Uh, yeah, just go with Balthier, because Cloud's up there, but I also don't think he's an amazing protagonist. I think the story around him's better than he is as a character, personally, so... Because I know the obvious answer is like, fuck off, all right? Um, best antagonist. Wow. Uh, best antagonist in an RPG. Luca Blight. Luca Blight, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, but nobody has inspired such guttural reaction in me as fucking August did in, in FFT, man. Like, that dude, even though he's not around long, I just... I. I've just never hated somebody with such passion as I hated that motherfucker. But well, Luke he's Blight's also good. good. He's, I would say uh, August is a good pick as well because he's the catalyst for the rest of the game, essentially. Yeah, he is. Um, and I think Kefka's an interesting choice too. I don't think he... I, like in the whole Kefka versus Sephiroth argument, I think uh, Sephiroth as a whole is a better villain, but, uh, see like Kefka is just interesting, you know, to play against, you know, the Joker. I mean, that's always cool, I guess. Um, besides Suikoden, which series would you most want a sequel to? Okay. That's a dangerous question because you would want a good sequel. Cause there've been plenty of games that there's been a sequel put out. That's not a good sequel. Shit. Like Valkyrie profile. I would say Valkyrie profile two not so much a good game or not as good a game as the first one because they changed a lot of the mechanics mm-hmm. and everything like the way that things work so i would have preferred just no game have been made okay uh, then scenario come came out so if so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna frame the question as what series would you like a fantastic sequel for okay and i would say wild arms wild arms is a good choice i was i'm gonna say breath of fire I want another a, oh, another shit, good yeah. Breath of Fire game. So, um, those are both. I think those are both good choices. I think uh, a, another good Wild Arms game or another good Breath of Fire game would be amazing. So, so I know probably a good really good pick would be Xenogears as well. Probably, but isn't isn't Xenoblade in the same universe? And isn't that supposed to be good? Uh, well, it's there's the Xenosaga, and then you've got okay, like, yeah, the Xeno... right, that's, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Xenoblade Chronicles, but none of them are. They're like I think they're spiritually okay because I don't know anything universe, about them. So, I, uh, but know. they can't be considered sequels because the guy that lost the rights to Xenogears because ah. of uh, or the IP or whatever it was. The IP belongs to whoever uh, Square or whatever. So he can't technically use things from that game. So he uses similar concepts in his other games. I see. Um, but but I don't know like. I know they're not officially tied together, but there's like maybe a perfect works or something out there where it ties in how they all link together if they were official. I'd also, I, I'd also like to throw in I'd, I'd like another Advance Wars game, please. 
Well, there's probably a tiny middle. Fuck off. Um, I know that was like it's not the same. I know it's not. But, All right. Um, what is the best alcohol name in an RPG? Huh. I don't know if I've ever really paid attention. I didn't realize that. Uh, the only thing I could think of is Skuma. A skuma, yeah. Uh, I mean, in my tabletop, there's always a reoccurring alcohol called Dragon's Piss. So you could go with that. I mean, I guess. that's That would be my choice, Dragon's Piss. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that counts, but... It's an RPG. We'll, we'll he didn't specific, specify a, a video game variety. So there. What are you going to do? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, so that was that for that block from Cujo. Um, here Josh comes again with the better explain this time. Select a Mary Fuck Kill for each other. Which game was your least favorite to play? All right, so Mary Fuck Kill for each other. All right, um, wait, I don't understand how he so so I give you three characters, I give you three characters, you pick which one you marry, which one you fuck, you which one you kill, and then you do that for me. You understand? Got it. All right, so, um, Let's see. Let's do, since we're uh, talking about it just now, let's do uh, Kefka, Sephiroth, and Algus. Hmm. All right. I would probably do fuck Algus because I hate fuck his ass. Yeah, yeah. You just want to brutally just make him so he's never the same again. Yes, exactly. Um, Probably probably marry Sephiroth only because he is more, I would say, more sane than Kefka. Okay. I would probably... He's got like mommy issues or whatever the fuck it is, but he at one at one point in time was a nice person. Sure. So maybe I can you know fix him and get him back to that point. Okay. Uh, or as Kef is just fucking uh, a crazy piece of shit. Okay. Uh, so I would kill his ass. All right. I guess. It's my turn. So it's any character, like it was that the whole thing. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Any three characters. They don't have to be related anyway. I just chose three Final Fantasy villains because that was recent and in my mind okay uh hmm. oh what's the specification from games we played no uh it says select the mfk from a series like breath of fire set final fantasy set and a soikoden set so i guess he wants to keep it all within the same series but i say fuck them okay. rules like it took you this long to actually give us a reasonable way to do this so fuck off just give me three characters <laughs> <Nick>. <laughs> all right sure um a Chocobo, a Marlboro, I hate you. and You're a, a, uh, a Coral. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> okay, well, no, I guess, fine. no, that's fine. Rama, Ifrit, or Shiva. Rama, Ifrit, or Shiva? I like the other one better. Jesus. Okay, well, then stick with the other one. Fuck. All right, well, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm marrying the Chocobo, because the Chocobo will be forever useful, right? Give you rides and shit. Uh, I guess I got a... <laughs> Fuck the coral? This fucker right in the pussy, right? It's a fucked up pussy, but hey, whatever. And then oh, kill man. the marble. Because bad breath sucks. But you're not you're not into tentacles? No, definitely not. I've seen hentai, I know where that goes. Fair <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's fair. Uh which game was your least favorite over the past season? Now we'll readdress this when we do our season recap like we always do, but what would you say your least favorite game over the past season was? Ah, uh, man. So it's you know, everything from re- Snatcher up. I'd have to recheck the list, because I think I forgot some of the games we played this game. Um, we didn't do... Let's see. I can pull it up over here. I we know did it's... We didn't use it to our core. I'll tell you that much. No, we did not. All right. 
So we did Snatcher, FF15, Chrono Trigger, Star Tropics, Quest 64, Chrono Cross, Warsong, Crusader of Senti, Final Fantasy Legend 2, Albert Odyssey, and then Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, which we haven't completed yet. I will say Quest 64. I mean, it, it, and, it and Star Tropics are close. Because I did not play Quest 64 because I was moving, then I am choosing Star Tropics. That was horrible. It was a yeah, horrifying yeah. experience. Oh, man, you are so lucky you fucking opted out of Quest 64, bro. I played that shit when I was a kid. I still had the cart and the fucking box and manual. It's, it's and not, the tragic it, guide, I think. It, you get more value. Like If you take paper money for the value of Quest 64 and you burn it, you get more value out of what you did with that money than if you were to buy a Quest 64 cart. You get some heat. Exactly. Fucking true story. And you don't waste story. electricity on that shit. Fucking true story, bro. All right. Um, let's see. What was our favorite? Um, I guess Chrono Cross is going to be my favorite. Because I can't say, I mean, I know Chrono Trigger is like one of the best games of all time, and objectively it's better than Chrono Cross, but I have so many memories for Chrono Cross, and the soundtrack for Chrono Cross is better than Chrono Trigger, in my opinion. So, I mean, that's just, it's my favorite. It's not the best, but it's my favorite. Well, we haven't played FFTA, but my answer wouldn't change, even if we had, because yeah. fuck FFTA. Though, I promised my brother, because apparently he's really excited for that episode, uh, that I would come in with an open mind on it and hopefully have a better opinion than I do, than I do now. But uh, I'll just have to pick Chrono Trigger, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, looking at the list, played a lot of uh, very mediocre games. I know. Oh, my God. I, I, I was just thinking that myself. We just swam through a sea of mediocrity this season, and it was brutal, man. It is brutal. Um had some of the highest highs and some of the lowest lows though i think oh, i don't know last uh, season had higher highs that's for sure yeah definitely uh, but this next season coming up is gonna be the best yet oh yeah no i'm super excited for a lot of these games it's gonna be great uh so i was going through and i was writing down all the the copies of games i need to buy and stuff radiata stories is it worth buying a strategy guide or would you because I, I like having them so i but i didn't know if the official like brady game strategy guide was worthless or not I have no idea if the, the official guide is worthless or not. Is there like an unofficial guide that, that might be good? Do you know? Or do you not have any? There's game facts. I, I know about game facts, and that's free. I'm just, you know, I did put it on the shelf. But if you want to buy it, then... It's only 10 bucks used, man. Fucking, I think, it's I think only it's, 10 bucks used? Then I might buy it. Yeah, I mean, that's what I saw. Have it. So, um, uh, be advised, though. I, I know it's kind of a bit early, but when you get to it, you have to choose what path you're going to play because there's two different the game splits fairly early on okay well we'll figure that out when we get close to that i'm just i'm just kind of budgeting out the copies of games i need to purchase and when i was looking and you know adding stuff to my list i was like oh there's a strategy guide for it i don't know if it was worth the you know 10 to 15 bucks it's going to cost me to get my hands on uh i mean i guess it's up to you i don't know how i mean that that's if you don't know, then that's fine. I just was asking in case you had it or had an you know some version of one maybe put out by somebody other than Brady Games that that you know was 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 good. But if you got nothing, that's fine. I'll, I got I got game facts. That's all I got. I mean, fifteen bucks. I mean, even at most fifteen bucks, I, I I think I'd chance that. Ten bucks, absolutely fifteen bucks. I think I'd still just get it to have it look good on the shelf. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Well, I'm not picking up myself because uh, that's a pretty good deal. What Especially are... probably uh, MSRP was probably like twenty five bucks. Yeah, when it came out, sure. Um, what are the what are you most looking forward to hoping to play next season? What are we not looking forward to playing? I guess I need to pull this up. Oh, that's a tricky dicky question. Um, least looking forward to playing probably probably Willow because even though like the NES is like there's just it's good and there's like history there it just every time I visited something pre 16 bit it just has not it's been a slog like because those games are still fun for like two hours max but when you have to sit down and play through an entire game on the NES it just doesn't hold up for me so Probably Willow is the one I'm looking forward to the least. Looking forward to the most, man. Probably Valkyrie Profile because you've hyped it up so much and I haven't played it, so I look forward to playing it. I mean. Fair enough. Fair enough. And it's okay if you don't like it as much as I do. Not a lot of, I don't think a lot of people like it as much as I do. And that's, that's fine. I don't know, but... we, have, we have pretty similar tastes, so I mean, it's, there's a good chance I'll like it. Uh, I suppose. I suppose. Um,. The game I'm looking forward to most is obviously Valkyrie Profile. You can't choose the um, one you picked, asshole. That's I picked it for. All right, reason. fine. If you if you didn't if you didn't have if you couldn't choose Valkyrie Profile, what's number two? Radiator Stories. But I also okay. picked that one too. So if, if you're not doing ones that if you're doing ones I didn't pick, then probably Sea the Enemy because okay. it is one of the most fun Game Boy Advance games I've ever played. It's also niche as fuck. Nobody I've ever talked to had ever heard of the game before. Cool. So. I enjoy, I'm going to enjoy playing it again, and I'm also going to enjoy a few more people learning about the game, right. I think. Least looking forward to? Probably Willow or Digimon World 3. Oh, man. Uh, Digimon, Digimon World 3 is fun. That's going to be fun. Uh, I remember Digimon World. No, that's uh, it's different. Digimon World is like Tamagotchi, like but PS1 mode. Digimon World 3 is like you have like three, like a three-member party, and like you do things. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, if you say so, uh, it remains to be seen. We will find. I will tell you the one I don't. I look forward the least to doing a show on is Super Mario RPG, and that's not because the game. There's anything wrong with the game. I just don't think. I don't know. There's just that game has been talked to death, so I don't know if we're gonna have anything interesting to add to that discussion. You know what I'm saying? Probably not. But it's quick. It's easy games, and it's fun to play. It's a good game. I just you know I just. I always feel pressure when there's a million other reviews for a game out to like try and be as good or as insightful as other people can be instead of just being like, oh, it's good. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like doing that. I mean, I didn't realize we were doing a hardcore game analysis on our show. That we're, we're just not. doing game reviews. We're not, but we have to also have to entertain, Nick. We have to entertain. Yeah, there's a certain we're not level. to reinvent the wheel. No, that's true. I feel like, uh, I feel like we're entertaining enough enough like you should want to be more than enough entertaining nick like god you settle for just above the bar don't you story of my life true true um what game have you liked best made from another medium i.e movie book or show so what game have you played based on a movie book or show that you enjoyed the most huh i think of a lot of bad ones i don't know that i've played any since I was a kid. Um, I haven't played a lot since I was a kid either. Um, like, the only one I can really think of was uh, Spider-Man Carnage or whatever the fuck. 
enjoy i mean there's the x-men game for the genesis that uh i played it was hard i don't think i would say i enjoyed it there was the goonies game on the nes there's uh the captain planet game on the nes that's so bad that game is so bad don't play that game um uh, the lion king game on um was it super nintendo it was a 16-bit console i don't remember which one it's not bad it's not the worst thing um Oh, you know what? The Bugs Life game on the PS1 is actually a solid as fuck game. Like, I shit you not, that game's actually not bad. Uh, so I could pick that. I'm trying to think. There were a few really weird adaptations on... Does does WWF Raw, or WrestleMania 2000 count? Because that's based on a TV show, right? Can I pick oh, that's that? another medium, yeah. Um, let's see. So if I do one, let's see if I can do one from each category. All right. So movie, best video game based on a movie. Hmm. Let's see. Best video game based on a movie. Um, I'm trying to think. That's a good one that I don't know. Is Willow? <laughs> yeah, Willow's not a bad choice. Um, because I don't think Willow's that bad, but it's not necessarily a good choice. Um, I'd have to go with the Bugs Life on PS1 for movie, TV show. Um, I mean, the Telltale, uh, Walking Dead games weren't bad. That's just not necessarily my thing. Show, I'd probably cheap out and go, uh, WrestleMania 2000, simply because, you know, that's the wrestling, the TV show, let's be real. Um, book, 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 book. I could wish all day that the Wheel of Time game was better. That's something I could do. But it's not necessarily better. Um, I don't know any other games based on books, though. How many games do you know based on books? There's probably plenty of PC games based on books that I can't think of. If you're talking about, like... Uh, I know there's a Discworld Mon- game that's supposed to be bad. Uh, what about manga? Because there's lots of uh, Japanese stuff that could be counted for that, I guess. Uh, I mean, technically, yeah, but I wouldn't know any of them. That doesn't necessarily help me. I guess... Based on a book. I really, I mean, honestly, I can't think of, other than the Discworld and uh, Wheel of Time games, I can't think of any based on books. So I revised my earlier, I'm going to revise my earlier statement because I forgot that, like, I've got a bunch of games that were based on anime. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, probably my favorite one I've played recently has been the Berserk Mistyle game. Okay. I also like the Arslan Mistyle game. Okay. Um, but I've also liked the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games too. So one of those. Okay. Pretty much all the Warriors games I find are, are pretty fun. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Um, no, my favorite my favorite game based off of a show is uh Space Adventure Cobra. That's it. That's my favorite one. Stop lying. I'm I'm that I am I'm fucking lying. That that's terrible. Um, if you I were to face hole. if you were to able to make a game. What would be your pitch in what style? Um, my pitch would be titties. There's titties everywhere. Just titties. No, I mean, do you have a, like, I think we've talked about this on another show maybe. Um, but I, I, I mean, it would be, uh, you know, a turn-based RPG. I mean, I don't know if I'd necessarily have a pitch. I mean, I've got plenty of uh, tabletop storylines I think I could turn into a game script, but... Well, you and I were doing some um, 
Yeah, we did have that uh, that uh, that job system kind of laid out the way we would do it. That I, th- I think is still compelling. I just don't know what our pitch for that would be. I still have that well, doc somewhere. A, there's been a game that I've wanted to play or have made uh, since I was a kid. Okay. I can kind of describe, I guess. Sure. Um, God damn it. The world itself, uh, primary, I guess, uh, problems with everything would be politically based. So it'd be more like a, a sweet in that aspect. Okay. Um, but I guess essentially it's the gameplay that I've most uh, had, like, I guess the, the concept that I wanted in, in practice for, and that it would be um, like a four uh, four man squad based kind of uh, action RPG. Okay. And uh, combined with Ogre Battle, um, March of the Black Queen, and Ogre Battle 64, uh, it's overworld gameplay where you are multiple units on the map and they can all be put in place and it's real time uh, to engage the enemy opponents on a big kind of battle zone. Um, but because it would be an action RPG, it would be your squad plus however many other squads are in the, the field, uh, all kind of acting autonomously against okay. the uh, enemy army. And I was kind of tossing uh, back and forth between having like uh, your squads be the main combat force, but I felt like that'd be too boring because then it would be uh, just the squads over potentially a big map trying to find other squads to kill. So I kind of refined that to be um, like there'd be like an army actually clashing. And so the squads would be more like, uh, I guess, would be more of like an assassin type role, like go after big targets or uh, like try to take on like the flank of uh, a platoon or whatever the hell they got to do to make a distraction. But um, I don't know. I'm probably not doing a good job explaining what the hell I have in mind because, like, I can picture it in my head perfectly, like how I want it to. Uh, but I just, I guess that translation, yeah, uh, no, I mental to vocals, kind of a, a lacking there. But I guess that's also probably the big problem that a lot of people have creatively. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's essentially it. Like an action RPG with squad-based mechanics. Um. Like, your characters would all level up, get new equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wouldn't be hack and slashy, like Dynasty Warriors. Like, it would actually... I, would, I mean, I guess it could probably work like that. It probably work, would be more fun that way. Uh, but I wanted it to be grounded a little bit more in realism. Like, like you don't just kill somebody in one hit of your... Uh, like, sword, and there's no, like, uh, resistance. Like, you just cleave mm-hmm. through fucking armor and shield and all that shit. Nah. Uh, I'd prefer, like, there to be... If you hit metal clink off the metal if you hit a shield you bounce off the shield and you okay. gotta like strategize a little bit about how you're going to attack like obviously there'd be like a weapon triangle somewhat like if you are using magic obviously you can just melt people's fucking armor off or whatever but i don't know it, it would take more refinement it's probably something i would, I would never see come to fruition yeah but i think uh, I... I mean that's i mean that's the trick right is is uh we can dream about this all the time we want, but in reality, uh, you know, you'd have to quit working to get a game made, even a small indie title, or you work on it for years, and God knows I don't even have time outside of that to to keep up with this half the time. So, 
But, uh, I mean, I found our sheet, though, because uh, for those that don't know, if you, I think it might have been an early episode early on where we went over this, but we wanted, it's like a small squad, uh, well, actually, we talked about varying sizes of tactical maps, right? Like, like a Final Fantasy Tactics or a Sukiden, so you'd have some maps where you go in with three characters, sometimes you go in with 20, right? With um, procedurally or randomly generated maps, or, or even use the grid of the map you're on almost kind of like uh like monster seed did where you run into an enemy and all of a sudden the room you're in fills with a grid and you're on a grid kind of thing just better than monster seed did uh i hate to use monster seed in comparison to anything but that's one of the that's you know it just comes to mind where you're just going about exploring a normal 3d space and then everything turns to grid you know out of nowhere kind of thing um but we, we basically, like, each character advanced through a series of, it's like training, we called it, but you would you could pick two schools of training, like, we called them books, I think, and there was, like, war, um, arcane, divine, nature, and technology, and then you got a maximum of, of five ranks, and you could choose between two to intersperse, you could be three and two, or one and four, or five and zero, technically, and that would kind of adjust what spells and how they interacted it was like a it was a whole series man i've got there we have like half a we got about a dozen docs that we filled out with with this information when we were getting really excited about it but uh that that's kind of my pitch is is uh like the varied tactical um battle sizes because you think of a tactics rpg you really only have like a set uh like party size and you have this huge cast of characters so i always thought it would be cool that every now and then you had to go into a map where you had to use like 20 of them like it's just a huge battle um to use all these tactical like go from rpg to almost a war game uh for a specific map kind of thing so and of all the tactics games that you would think would do that soikoden did not do that can you believe that shit i can only because i feel like it's, it's probably a mix between uh, running at a time and then also, um, like, the, I guess the coding would be simpler to yeah. do with, like, those big squads. All right. Um, let's see. That's it from Josh. Let's see. Menthian. Uh, what would you like to see in a new console, if anything in particular? As in, VR was the thing now. What advances could be made for next gen? Um, I don't know. Like, I see more and more stuff like i think nintendo's really hit on something with that with the switch like handhold and uh play it on your tv kind of thing i think uh, we see some more uh portability options uh through various streaming technologies for other systems um we might see more of that uh, other than that, I think we're we're outside of predicting what the next big thing is. I think right now we're kind of in this iterative stage where it's just better hardware until somebody comes up with the, the big next thing that nobody knows about. So um, for now, I think the next big possible wave is going to be that, that handheld uh, portable slash on your TV market. Because I think VR, while a cool thing and they're doing a lot of cool stuff with vr now i just think there's certain people that will never be on board for vr because they just can't be like you can't like some people get motion sick doing vr so i think that'll always be a problem for vr and it'll keep it from being ubiquitous i think well until it's one of those 
a true meld of your consciousness, but I don't know that those people would ever be able to use it. That's what I'm saying. That's I think I think until they they solve that problem, um, then then it's going to keep it from being like the ubiquitous everyone has one kind of thing. That and the the they they also have to make it better and cheaper and a lot cheaper if you ask me before it it really takes off. Probably will never happen in our lifetime. I might. I mean, you never like because so, I mean that's that's technology innovations that way. Sometimes like you know you're stuck in this iterative cycle and then somebody comes in with something really interesting. Do you have anything about new consoles that you want to add to what I said? Um. What I would like to see for new consoles is to drop the S and just be one console developer that everybody develops for. Ah, that's like that would that. be fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Then everybody could play together. I know that's not going to happen. But they asked what I would like to see, and that is what I would like to see. But competition breeds innovation, Nick. Sure, but uh, without competition, yeah. like nobody's going to do anything new with hardware. They're not doing anything new with hardware now anyway. Well, it's Nintendo what is it? Is. Like PlayStation and Sony, uh, or Microsoft and Sony have been like, uh, you know, we can get more uh, more pixels in our console. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. And, and then fucking Nintendo is like hit or miss every year on what the fuck they're doing with their fucking gimmicks. Like, oh yeah, the Wii 2, the, the Wii is cool or whatever. Nobody played it after they bought it. So, and it's great marketing, but nobody played it after they bought it. And then they did Wii U, and people were like, the people that weren't gamers were like, oh, that must just be an add-on for the Wii. We already have a Wii. So that failed. And then the Switch, I mean, I, I'm not a big portable person. No. I didn't really even want a Switch in the first place. But my brother was like, uh, I found this good deal for one, like 150 bucks. It came with a bunch of shit. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to sell mine for 200 I'm like, I guess I'll, I'll buy it since I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 eventually anyway. Okay, I mean that's but, I mean that's uh, fair. It's I mean it's a fair ask. I just don't. I, that's not one I see, um, really being a thing. I know it's a pipe dream. So, uh, if you could choose one game from this season to get a sequel for, what game would that be? Here we go with that. Go back to that. <laughs> Another Chrono game would be cool, I guess. Um. Like, Blaine's out there screaming that another Snatcher game would be cool, I guess. Um, Some of the games have already had sequels, though, so they kind of... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like, I'd, I'd like to see another game in the Chrono series. Um, but outside of that, that's that's really it. I guess they could make a better quest game if they wanted to. Mm-mm. But They'd have to make... A game. Never mind. All right. Um. Let's see. C Tan. What are your fa- some of your favorite non RPG series? Okay. Um. I have a lot of fond memories of Resident Evil. For one, I've played quite a few of those. Um. What about you? I can name some more, but I'm gonna let you go. Um. I mean, I like Resident Evil too. I like the obviously the Warrior series of games. Um. Fuck. I mean, like the Ratchet and Clank games are pretty good, from what I remember. Okay. Um, I really like fighting games. They're a guilty pleasure of mine, even if I'm not really good at them. Yeah. Um, I guess mainly anime fighters, like Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear. Okay. Um, 
I like, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of a lot of platforming, uh, platforming titles. So I was a huge fan of Crash Bandicoot, uh, Sonic's one, two, and three. Um, you've got uh, shit. What was the uh, Mario? Of course, is a solid one. I played the first three Uncharted games. I like those. Uh, Batman Arkham series, good games. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Civ. I will lose days at a time in Civ without without blinking an eye. Like the only reason I don't play Civ more is because I just lose time when I play Civ. It doesn't matter which version of the game I've owned them all, one through five, and each of them I will play. It puts so much time into. So uh, Civ's a a solid one. Um, let's see, series, 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 series. I think that get that pretty much covers me on series. I think there's probably a few others that I'm not thinking of. I like the Pokemon games more than Nick. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. I to this day I've still never beaten a Pokemon game. I always quit like halfway through. The first two Raymans are good, but like when I'm only talking about two games in a series, I don't really know if I'd qualify that. I liked Gex when I played it. Oh, Gex, yeah. That series. The first three of Gex are pretty good, if you ask me. Um, They get progressively weirder and less good, if you ask me. The first one's probably still the best, but um, they're still solid games. Um, I like the Assassin's Creed series. I haven't played too much of those. I haven't really played any of those. Trying to think here. I'm really, I'm really drawing a blank outside of those. I'm going to think of something later. I'm going to kick myself for it. But yeah, there you go. Um, and then he wants to know, how did you guys meet and become friends? You want, to, you want me to tell the story? Yeah, you tell the story. All right. So uh, we went to the same high school together. And... I can't remember if it was the first day of class. So I think it was the first day of class, uh, ninth grade. Um, like I had just moved here, and uh, I hadn't used a locker at my old school. Like there was, there was no combo lockers, and like I knew how they how they worked, and I had gotten my fucking locker open once before. But uh, new school, never been there before, never got a tour of the place. So first day, no idea where shit is. So I'm kind of like in that fuck. I can't be late. Got to make sure I know where I'm going, kind of thing. And I went to my locker to get uh, old books from the first classes out of my backpack, put them into the locker, get the new books out. Could not get the fucking lock- locker open to save my goddamn life. So, like, after fumbling around with it for like a minute or two, uh, there's this guy at the locker next to me, and I'm like, uh, hey, this is kind of a, a dumb uh, request, but can you get my locker open for me? And he did, and then he walked off. Uh, so then I walked to my class. And as I get to the class, uh, same guy is waiting at the door for the teacher to open the door. And uh, then we get inside, and we sit at the same table. Uh, then we introduce each other, and uh, that's when we started, I guess, getting to know each other. But I moved away after, like, six months. So we weren't really friends because we never hung out. Yeah, no, I mean, we, uh, we, we knew each other in class, class. yeah. And... But I never played chess with anybody because I wasn't any good. Like, I was, I think, rated at the bottom. I never went to the tournaments yeah, or anything I was, like that. I was in fucking chess club. I was captain um, of the chess club, by the way. Fuck. Like, I still remember, like, Nick beating my ass and him being all uh, pompous about it. Like, I guess he was just a pompous person in general. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this cat, he used to walk around uh, the school with uh, speakers hooked to an MT, MP3 player in his backpack, but he would have the speakers attached to like the straps on his backpack and just be blaring Zelda music, just walking through the halls and in the afternoon. It's like, we get it, bro. And his dad was so proud of him. Like, like he would came in one time, and he was just trying to tell everybody how great his son was. Like, he was like some, he's going to be like this next video game prodigy. You know? Like, I just, I don't know. That dude, I couldn't deal with that dude. But continue your story. Uh, him and a couple other people, actually, when I moved, like, had my email, and they sent me emails. And I think I maybe replied one or two times, and then I was like, I'm not going to hang out with these fucking people. <laughs> I stopped replying to him. I was like, I think it was him, Josh Martin, maybe. Fuck, I can't remember his name. But it was that one of the fat kids that was in the that had glasses? Houston. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, Houston. Uh, I guess this because I had the C plus plus class with him. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I moved away, went to another school. Um, I think I graduated. It was like maybe two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and I was going through my emails and I saw. Uh, that I just mentioned, and then I'm like, oh, Facebook's a thing now. Maybe I'll add these guys on Facebook and try to catch up. So I went through, added some people. Uh, remember Brent for some reason. I don't think like we had actually communicated, uh, or maybe it was uh, I added somebody else, and it was like, you may know Brent Cornell, and I was like, oh, I remember that guy. Uh, we had biology together. Like, so I sent you a friend request, and then we never talked still. And then like maybe two or three years later. No, I think we talked a little bit and we said, we were like, Oh yeah, we'll hang out one day. And then yeah. never did. <laughs> yeah, never did. It was, the, it was both that awkward. Like, Hey man. Yeah. I remember you. That's cool. Yeah. We were cool. Right. Yeah. We should hang out. No, please don't say yes. Please don't say yes. <laughs> like right. one of those things. Like, yeah. Shit. Uh, but anyway, one day he put out that, uh, his job was hiring. And I'm like, and to let him know if we were interested. So yeah, fuck it. I'll see. Uh, I'll see what this is about. Um, so I filled the app out, but never got hired. And then like six months later, he's like, Hey, you should, uh, put your app in again or something. So I did. And then I got the job and then we worked together, uh, pretty closely. Uh, like he didn't, he was like kind of training me, but not training me. Other people were, and then it was a big clusterfuck. Uh, yeah, we started working together and then hung out and had interesting conversations usually. Typically. Uh, That's that. That's that. That's Nick's the best storyteller on the planet, by the way, guys. Like, he's the best. That's why I let him do these things. So you guys realize how terrible a storyteller he is. Whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah, he got the details. He got the details uh, close enough from my recollection. So I don't write, like, if I wrote the shit down, it'd be better. Yeah. But I don't. I guess. I ramble and whatever. Like, he's up my dick. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. Uh, we shared a class in high school. Um, then, yeah, he moved away. And then he yeah. had to be on Facebook. Yeah, my problem was, like, got him a job. I mean, hey. I'm really literal when I come to telling stories. Whereas you're like, yeah, this was the thing that happened. I'm like, fuck, I got to go through the whole process. And if I remember correctly, I don't think Nick asked for help on his locker. I think I saw him struggling and asked if he needed help. Uh, if Maybe. That, that's how I remember that. <laughs> I remember him God, looking that, sad and dejected. So that's uh, more than likely what happened because I probably would have been too ashamed to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was probably a thing. And he makes it sound like I'm just just some aloof douchebag that's like, like, yeah, bro, open it. All right, you're stupid. Now I'm gonna walk away. Like, I don't think that's how that. I think there was more communication involved. And uh, yeah. So um, again, quite possibly, but I don't. I, I don't remember details like that that well. 
All right, so but you can't say it's not true to life for you to be dismissive of somebody doing some stupid shit, being like, "I can't believe this somebody's this retarded." Also true. Also very true. Well, back then, not really. That's that's me now, not necessarily me then. If you say so. I wanted to be a nicer person then. I really did. <laughs> I really thought I would be. I would grow up to be a nicer person. At that point in my life, I honestly did, but I didn't. So there's that. So, all right, so I went to PetSmart, right? And this is where my wife works, for those that don't know. Because uh, I had to pick up some stuff for the aquarium. And her mom and or whatever, somebody that, at the, her mom was there. But they're all working in the salon. And, like, I'm just trying to buy my shit and check out and leave. But, like, then over the intercom, it's like, could Brent Cornell please report to the grooming salon? Like, oh, fuck, really? They're going to do this? And they keep saying it. And I can see them over there and they're laughing. So I don't go in there. Like I check out and I fucking leave. Like even though I've I've made eye contact with them at this point and they know they're there. So uh, her mom calls me right on myself and it's like it's like, like it's so rude not to come see your mother in law. I'm like, well, when at first you don't succeed, lower your expectations and try again. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, that's not very nice. You're not very nice. I'm like, no, I'm not. How long has it been, Stacy? You should know I'm not nice. Uh, she was like, she was like, I don't know what I expected. I'm like, me either. Is the worst. Like I, like I don't, I don't know. You are not my. You are my. You are my wife's mother. You are not my friend. You are not my mother. Like I don't, I don't feel any need or any sort of uh, drive to make sure I come say hello to you every time I'm in a store that I want to get in and out of in five minutes. Like what are you doing with your life? Go away. All right. Next up, uh, Sir Blaine J. If we were all in an RPG, what would each of our character class slash roles be? Oh boy, uh, man. Like, you mean like preferentially or like legit? Like legit. Like if you were to sign them, let's do it this way. This is an easier way for us to do it. So let's say that none of the special characters in FFT exist. There's no TG Sid. There's no, there's no, there's no magic knights, right? So you have to take each of us, us being me, you, and our primary contributors in Discord, and assign them a job. What do you assign them? Uh, <laughs> we're both like trying to do this together, right? Sure. I mean, first off, let's 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 you first. What do you? What is your role? What would mine be? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Like. It's hard because, like, you kind of want to be, like, humble about it at the same time. You don't, fine, you fine, wanna, you wanna fine. I'll pick yours, you pick mine, all right? How's that work? that fine? Yeah, I think that's fine. All right. Uh, let's see. I think, realistically, you would end up being a black mage of some kind or a mage of some kind. Because I know you want to be a dragoon, but if push came to shove, like... I think you're going to take the most firepower from the furthest way possible. I can I can see that. Like, I don't see you really wanting to get even Lance close <laughs> to anybody that could hurt you. Not because you're scared, by the way. And that's not why. It's just not the smart it's, decision. It's not efficient, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's not getting the... up in somebody's fucking somebody's grill is not the smart thing to do ever. Like, if you can kill somebody from 50 feet away and not risk getting hurt, that is what you should do. Absolutely. 
like minimize. It depends. That depends. Risk. It depends on how mad I am. That depends on how mad I am at the person we're fighting, whether I agree with you or not. Still, it's always if you if you attack based off of emotion, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Yes, failure. I, I I agree, but I've always said. If someone breaks in my house, I'd rather have a baseball bat than a gun, because I shoot him, he can heal from that shit, but I want to beat him so bad he's pissing into a pissing out of a bag the rest of his life. I want him to remember the day he walked in my house. Fair enough. That's that's always been my opinion. Alright, so now you do me. Uh it doesn't have to be Final Fantasy Tactics, just a general No, I th- I, I like the Final Fantasy Tactics uh kind of thing. So for you it's kind of okay. It's gonna be a melee class. Okay. But I know you like you like heft to your weapons. Yeah, and that's there. There's not an option for that in FFT. I don't think. No, unless you go with a knight because they have the knight sword, which I guess is the beefiest mm. thing. Well, I mean, technically geomancers use axes, but it's like. Uh... Technically, but if, if I were just say, say something, I'd say monk. Monk. Hmm. Okay, I can take because, a like you said, when you go into a blood rage. You're just going to be wailing on somebody. Yeah, I'm just going to grab them. And it's going to make them hurt. They're hand-to-hand. They've got pretty good constitution, pretty right. good strength, all right. All right. capable of... Alright, uh... Their, the their moveset's pretty balanced. Alright, Blaine J. What are we giving, what are we giving Blaine J? He's got to be a thief, right? I would say because he'll cut somebody. He'll cut a bitch. It's got to be thief, right? <laughs> Like, I mean, he's either gonna he's either gonna take he's either gonna steal your gill or your heart. Like it's one way or the other, man. Like that's that's his move set. And he's stolen our hearts. That's right. Uh, let's see who's up next. Uh, let's do Minthian. Who was Minth? He's a knight, right? He's gotta be a knight. Maybe, maybe he's a geomancer. I don't know. I was gonna go with like a mediator. Mediator? Hmm. There there were times. When him and Blaine would talk. Yeah, but, like, that, that, like, I think, I want to say Mint's better for, than just for status effects, bro. He is a, a mediator converts people. That's true. That's true. Your party. That's true. All right. All right. All right. I'll get, I'll give him that. That's, that's good. That's good. All right. He had a gun. Right. Uh, I don't know how opposed he is to firearms, right. but, uh, uh. What's Cujo? That's a hard one. It is. Can we reuse? Sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, if we could reuse, I mean, I don't know <laughs> that, that I'd reuse anything yet. He's a fucking squire. Fuck you, Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Satan. Oh no, that's terrible. Yeah, that cold, cold steel shit. Terrible. That's actually not that bad. Squire is pretty good. Um, no, let's not. It's not too squire. That's a terrible thing to do. Uh, let's see. Cujo. He wants to be a ninja. I know he wants to be a ninja. I just don't think he's a ninja. I don't think anybody's in advanced class. We could say he's a mime. That'd be terrible. Um, that's that's fucked up, man. That's it's cold. Up. It's cold. <laughs> um, let's see. Like I'm trying to tie things into like. Like the, I feel the I feel like maybe he would be like, he's he's obvious like. I don't mean to sound this in a bad way, but he's got to be like a, he's gonna be like a support class, right? Like, cause I mean, we put out a call; he's always the first one there, man, first one on it, right? So, like, yeah. chemist, priest, uh, you know, like uh, time mage, maybe, with like the auto haste going on. I go with time mage. Time mage, yeah, Cujo, you're time mage. All right, uh, Cetan. Uh, 
What's the angriest class in Final Fantasy Tactics? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, it's gotta be like an oracle, right? Um, jeez. I mm. I don't really know. He's a squire. Fuck you, Cetan. Um, I can see, see Oracle. Oracle chemist, maybe. Um, Oracle, yeah, sure. Cause I mean, uh, he brings a lot of stuff from outside, right? Like, so he's in other discords and part of other communities, and he brings a different opinion. And Oracle's yeah, so the only place you get a lot of those debuffs. Well, to say that the whole yin yang aspect, where that's true, he, that's true. He provides the yang to the end of the general. Oh boy, dropping the heat, <laughs> dropping the heat. <laughs> Jesus. All right, uh, <laughs> let's do uh, let's do Skith, our man Skith. Okay. Oh man, he's he's got to be a master. He's a master class. It doesn't matter what he is. He's an advanced class, like ninja, samurai. What's that? I'm giving him dragoon. Lancer. Dragoon, really, lancer? Right. Because he, it's gonna, it's a pun, because he gets to the point whenever he uh, fucking actually talks about shit. Damn. <laughs> damn. See, I was gonna give you an advanced class like ninja or samurai because you got all the, all the varying levels of knowledge, but nope, he goes with the pun. Goes with the pun. Uh, we gotta go with the pun. <laughs> all right, and then we've got our um, buddy uh, Josh. Oh yeah, with Josh, man. I give him white mage. White mage, sure. Yeah, no, he's like got to be really the friendliest nice. guy in the in yeah. the in the thing. Yeah, that's sure. I give you that. Uh, that's a pretty solid party. All right, let's let's. Uh, uh, Anderson, if you're right. Anderson is going to. Anderson's got to be. He's got to be. Uh, he's a ninja because he's fucking been gone. I know he comes around. Where'd he go? He, he comes around, man. Um, man. He's, We're gonna forget somebody. It's so bad too. He's well. I'm giving James a squire. All right. Giving James yeah, a squire. Really he's not running. Much. He's not running enough. Sorry, bro. Love you. <laughs> like you haven't you haven't leveled up your job class enough yet, man. Not enough JP. You're chilling at the beginning, dog. Um, man. I feel like Anderson's like that archer, right? Because like he's there from the beginning. He's like that first generic you got, right? That you just beam to get some like some charge. You start picking up that stuff, and the next thing you know, he's been an archer till mid game. He's still showing up. He's still around. Still doing good damage, but but maybe not. Uh, no, I think archer's still good. No, because Anderson's solid, dude, man. Like I still talk to Anderson. Like that's like Anderson's oh, about yeah, it. Like I'm still just riffing on him not being. Oh yeah, he's still trying to because he was like, I gotta show up more often or whatever. Oh, man. Just, just, let's just uh, let's stick with the the archer metaphor, whether it's good or not bad. He's he's in he's in he's in uh he's in Tennessee. Everybody in Tennessee just likes to shoot shit, right? Sure. Ten, the archer, good, got it. Um, uh, why does farting in a hot shower smell so bad? I think it has to do with the steam, right? Like the steam carries the poo particles and it sticks to things. I think that's the actual reason why. Yeah. But. But uh, yes, no farting in a hot shower is the worst. Um, what I, ha- I think I find that it makes a a, a wonderful not, bouquet. No, like it's a I don't know. I never thought it was like a bad smell. It's just a different smell. Like, like because I've had some. Really I awful... wish everybody could have seen my face. 
<laughs> I just had the most visceral reaction to that. I was like, oh, oh, what the fuck, Nick? You gonna tell me you're in a fart sniffing now, man? I don't know. I think that's the line. I think that's it's the not, line. It's not. It's not fart. It's. I don't like bend over after I, I fart in my, and then waft the fucking shit into my nose. It's. It yeah. fills the. It fills the volume of the the space. Okay. And you're gonna smell some of it. That's. That's how unless it goes. you get out of the fucking shower and leave, then wait for it to dissipate. Oh man. All right. Uh, he said, "What happened to Glenn? Still my second favorite co-host." Uh, which is a solid burn. I did send him a screen cap of this question just so he could feel bad, but he's doing his thing. thing. He's working. Like he made a he made a joke about uh, Western RPGs being better than JRPGs. So that's how that went. Um, whatever habit of predictability, the milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. You're talking about uh, our shows being late. No, it's a Full House joke. <laughs> It's the intro to Full oh, House, Nick. How old is that motherfucker? Shit. <laughs> we know. He's 60. He said it on air before. He's 60 years old. God damn. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Skith with a few questions. Um, ask Nick about his non-video gaming music preferences. We already know you like jazz. Now, before I give you a chance, I would like to say I like more than jazz. I like a lot of things, actually. It just... When it comes to video game covers, like you've really only got a few vari- varieties, right? You've got metal, you've got like EDM slash trance covers, and then you've got jazz covers. Of, I mean, that's basically what you get. So, but Nick, what are some uh, some of your non video game preferences? Like, if you were to pick a few bands or essential sort of capstones essential. of essential listening, yeah, essential. Like, if there was a Nick. Spotify playlist. What's on it? Oh, God damn. Too much. Uh, I'm kind of eclectic when it comes to that kind of shit. So I listen to metal. I've fallen out of it uh, recently. I don't listen to metal as much anymore. Okay. Uh, if I had to rank the genres, it'd be mellow death uh, and then symphonic and power metal somewhere around second and third, I guess, depending on the band you're talking about. Um, listen to a lot of, uh, electronic music, uh, mainly hard style. Um, but I do also like, uh, like trance and, uh, I really like drum and bass and jungle. Okay. Um, I've found this like Spanish styling of some, uh, electronic music the other day on Yo, YouTube. What is, that is so weird. Like, uh, Spanish and like, uh, Mexican artists are like invading all sorts of music genres. Like, uh, there's a, like, there's a ton, like, for those that don't know, I'm a huge fan of ska music. There is a ton of ska coming out of Mexico right now. It's insane. Uh, I didn't know that. Well, the stuff I found was kind of older, so I guess there's yeah. a, a scene for it in the 90s or something. I like a lot of 90s music. That's true. Uh, like club music. Um, I really like, uh, Euro dance. I really love Eurobeat. Eurobeat, whatever. Um... I also like uh, like hybrid kind of stuff. Like sometimes I get really good things in there. Like um, fuck, Electro Swing is really really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to recommend some bands or artists from there, the like Parov Stellar, uh, Caravan sure. Palace. Um, fuck, there's another one I listen to a lot too. I can't remember what the hell they call it right now, but um, yeah. I mean, I like the other thing I really don't listen to is like ghetto rap and hip hop and pop. Uh, but I like some R&B, like, if you don't like Outkast, there's something wrong with you. Like, oh, they're, sure. they're objectively a good band. Um, 
well, I think hit yeah. uh, like hip hop in uh, R and B for me, or hit or miss, like depends on the decade, right? Like I'm not a fan of a lot of modern uh, R and B or hip hop. Um, like, and then some of the really early stuff, I'm not a big fan of either. But like, uh, like '90s R and B and hip hop, I'm down. Late '80s, I'm down. Um, early aughts, you know, maybe a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'm with you there. So, but, uh, I think we both, like, I don't know, it's hard to classify, uh, what music you're into, right? Because I think, honestly, across many, many genres, if I look long enough, I'll find something in that genre I like. There are certain musical, quote-unquote, tropes I don't care for, like, if you scream too much, I'm not going to be into that. Um, or if you're overly, uh... I don't know, like, overly aggressive music I'm also not really into. Like, uh, not not aggressive as in forceful, but aggressive as in, like, malicious, I guess is a good way to say that. Not into that. Don't like to feel hateful at the end of a song, you know? <laughs> it's not me. I got enough hate in my life outside of listening to music. I, I, need, I need music to bring me back off off the, the being mad to people um, bandwagon. But I listen to a lot of stuff, too. Um... If I were to pick a few albums, like, because uh, I was just thinking about this the other day, um, like if I was, just, I could only have five albums ever again. Like, what would I, what would I have? That would be so hard, right? But like, I'd have to have uh, Bon Jovi, "Slippery When Wet." Like, I had that shit on cassette uh, when I was a teenager and played. I bought this cassette brand new, still in the shrink wrap, and I played it until it had warps and stretches in it. Like, oh, God, Slippery When Wet. Best track on the song, uh, Raise Your Hands, right? So that's a good one. And now everybody thinks, uh, like, Living on a Prayer and You Give Love a Bad Name, but uh, Raise Your Hands, great song. Um, I'd have to pick uh, Day Job, Suburban Legend, Ska Band. Uh, probably the best modern Ska Band to listen to. Like, I'm a huge fan of uh, Goldfinger. From the late '90s, early 2000s, some of their stuff around then's great. But if you listen to Suburban Legends, uh, Day Job, it's the only album you need. Best album they got. You know, can't beat tracks like "Don't Be a Motherfucker" and uh, what was the other one? That's real good. Um, real big fish is great on that. Uh, is like your girl, like the stalking the other dude's girlfriend song is great. Um, then, uh, you know, uh, I could go on about this forever. So, but yeah, great music tastes, different music tastes. So there you go. Nick's into metal and shit and dance and Euro shit. Um, (laughs) a bunch of shit. Uh, no, I never try and say that someone else's musical taste is shit. Right. Cause, because if it like a lot of classical, cause if it elicits an emotional response from you, then you nobody can you can't can, even take that away you can't take that away from somebody if a song gives one person chills no matter how poppy or garbage you might think it is that's not you can't take that away from that person like that's still that music spoke to them in that way so uh, that's and we can be grumpy and shitty about it all we want i just don't think i think music's a hard thing to objectify you get what I'm saying? Like, I think it's all yeah. incredibly personal. Well, it's, it's a sensory experience, so you can't really you can't really know what somebody else is sensing at any point in time. So to judge like somebody a, else's experience based off of your perception is 
Uh, Do you have any songs that like elicit emotional response every time you hear them? Like whether it be chills or it's guaranteed to pump you up, whether it, you know, like, do you have a song that can change your emotional state? Yeah, I've got a couple of them. Because uh, number one for me is uh, Johnny Cash's cover of the Nine Inch Nail song, uh, Hurt. That song gives me chills every time I hear it. It is insanely good. Uh, but, uh, like, what are some of yours? Uh, elicit an emotional response? Yeah, every time you hear them. Um, fuck. I'm gonna have to like uh, try to remember which fucking songs they are. But uh, for a while there, I was listening to the Headhunters versus uh, Wild Styles Project One album. Okay. And that's Heart Style. Um, and I think uh, Life Beyond Earth is one of the track titles. That one uh, would give me tingles every time I uh, listen to or like start listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um. Something that'll get me like really pumped up uh, is uh, fuck one of the uh, East songs. Okay. It's like uh, shit. Can't remember what it's called, but it's uh. Is it the Cold I Mountains mean, through the Cold Ice Cave one? It's the Ice Cave one, right? Uh, what Ice Ridge and Ultra? Yeah, I think. Uh, no, that one doesn't. It's I just really enjoy it. It doesn't oh, really do anything. Okay. Um, I think it's Crossing Rage. Okay. Is what the song's called, and it's a really there's a really aggressive. Uh, not like angry, aggressive, like you don't like, but uh, like a, a hyper, like pumpy music. It'll get you okay. pumped up. Yeah. Um, and that one will just fucking get me filled with energy and uh, kind of make me feel like I'm about to take on the world, kind of thing. Yeah, my uh, my pump up song is always uh, Superman by Goldfinger. It's probably my favorite song of all time. It's probably it's got the most plays in my iTunes library for sure. There was one I was thinking of. I just lost it though. That uh would have fit the bill but fuck it yeah no i mean those are some good examples you guys do listen to that stuff um let's see uh when is the next list and liquor episode and can i be part of it so here's the thing with the list and liquor episode that it was a lot easier when we were close like i think that's like something that can only really be recorded in studio like i think us just sitting in front of our computers being drunk wouldn't be nearly as fun We've done a couple of that, like that, though, right? No, we have not done that. We have not done a listen liquor across the internet. Well, fuck. I thought we had. I mean, we can try it. I just don't know how that's going to work. Because I'm not all about, like, granted, I have drunk by myself before. I will likely do it again. But that is a different thing <laughs> than uh, when I'm drinking to get hype to do, like, a silly thing for the show. Like, those are two different experiences um, for me. Like, if I'm... if I tend to be way more mellow when I'm drinking by myself <clears throat> than when I'm with other people. So, um, so well, when I drink, I typically, if I'm drinking by myself, I sip. Yeah. It's a different game, right? And, uh, you're more than welcome to be part of it, Skith. Like that's not something that, I mean, or you could crash it. And as you say, you want to force yourself to be a part of it, but yeah, you're invited. We just don't know how that's going to work yet. That'll have I mean, to be hell, if you do a, a regular recording, you can show up drunk for a week here. Yeah, there you go. That's that's all it takes. Like, um, bam, this game and liquor or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Just uh, on a scale from no, Skith, listen to me. You get wasted and you record forty five minutes of yourself just rambling about gaming. I will put it on this feed, one hundred and ten percent. You send that file to me, I'll make it happen, man. I'll make you famous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, on 
the scale from one to ten, how easy is this Discord channel to masturbate to? It's a zero. You guys aren't dropping nearly enough titties. And Blaine, you fucking put that old bitch in this Discord channel? I swear to God, I'm removing you. I'm kicking you out. I don't need that shit in my life anymore. You know, you're just asking for trouble now, right? I know. I The minute I said there wasn't enough titties, I'm like, that fucking asshole, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head the joke off at the pass that at least he doesn't get the satisfaction of me forgetting about it being a thing. Now he's just doing something I told him not to, not nearly as funny or satisfying. Well, while we're both here and I'm thinking about it, uh, what is your opinion on people posting? Because we haven't really established any Discord rules, uh, at least to my knowledge. Uh, um, but about people posting explicit content, that I probably, you know. If you want to post a link to something, as long as because thumbnails can pop up, so you're gonna have to do something so the thumbnail doesn't pop up. And you, if you're like, look, this shit's in SFW, and then post the link, then that's one thing. But when it's got the thumbnail, right? Like, because you gotta remember, it's the same way I feel about every episode record. Every episode record is potentially someone's first episode, so that's why. Like episodes like last episode, I'm not I'm not thrilled about that being somebody's first episode because the same goes for the Discord. Somebody pops in and they see some shit that not gonna work for them, then they're instantly gone. Even if it's not something that's the normal sort of way we do business, so it's it's I just expect everyone to be adults and be mindful of everyone else you know that may or may not be seeing a thing. You know, fair enough. So, I mean, I got no problem, like, you posting a fucking link to, to some shit on Pornhub as long as, like, there's, like, an NSFW and then I don't get a thumbnail of some bitch taking 16 dicks on E-Fucked <laughs> right there on the, the thread, right? Like, <laughs> Or uh, a koi fish sucking some dick. Yeah, like, and some stuff, when it's played for humor, is easier than when it's just downright explicit. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's a bit of a difference. Because I think if you're listening to the show, you already accept the fact that we have a fucked up sense of humor. So that you're ready for. Plus, yeah. Blaine and James are also inviting people from their show, listen to their show, to, to come to our Discord as just part of a larger community. Which also kind of like, so we have to be a little, that's not the same atmosphere, right? So we all kind of have to get along kind of thing. So. Maybe you insist. I do insist. I insist we all get along and we all be happy. So, um, you know, it's, I've always been a proponent, like against like the, you can't say shit for, for fear of offending somebody. Like, I don't want that to be a thing, but being mindful, like you can post whatever sick depraved shit you want. As long as, like I said, it doesn't come up as a fucking thumbnail and you got a little NSFW kind of thing. So that way they click on it. That's their business, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, Okay. Uh, Blaine J with some more questions. Could a video game start a religion? I don't see why not. Anything can start a religion, I guess. Yeah, 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 sure. That's whenever people start religions over stupid shit. I don't see why a video game would be any different. Could, I would say you could even say that uh, rampant fanboyism in itself is a religion. Like ad- adoration of a company or a corporation despite any evidence or. Um, I think that's more human nature. Like, I think some people are more susceptible than others, but like that, that, uh, that loyalty and, uh, like tribalism 
almost. Like, that's just human nature. I don't think we'll ever get away from people doing stuff like that, and I wouldn't necessarily call it religion. I think religion is a byproduct of that, but not necessarily, uh, you know, like, Jesus, we got, got like a mechanical keyboard, volume turned up to 30. What are you doing over there? Eating some Haribos. Oh, yeah, well. You know, best thing about Haribo is it sounds like an Asian man saying horrible. Um, I wouldn't say that's the best thing. It's, it's a thing, though. They're, they're not Haribo. You get it? That's funny. All right. Um, Your your thoughts on the new Labos. You get laughing at my puns, so I'm not laughing at your fucking Haribo. <laughs> on the new Labos for uh, for Switch. I guess that's how you say that the Labos, Labos, whatever, the the cardboard I think AR stuff. Scam. No, I mean it depends, right? I guess I don't know. Like if you could, if you could, if they, if you were just buying the plans and you could build them yourself, like I could see that as like an educational engineering type tool. But if you're just buying the cardboard things, and then also that depends on price, because if they're they're not if they're inexpensive, then I guess it's a cool novel thing. There's been worse novelties in video gaming before. That cost much more. So I think it all just comes down on price, reusability, practicality, a lot of stuff we haven't seen yet. So, I mean, it's not for uh, me, but it could be for somebody. I guess I see the appeal for children. Yeah. I will never be buying them because I feel like it's a. I would rather buy my kid like an actual, like a model kit or something they can. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if it was, if, like, if it was plans, you were buying plans and they had to cut those pieces of cardboard. They had to put the little gears and the and the little sensors and pulleys in it. Then that's an experience. It's a teaching experience. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In the same way, like robotic Legos are. Like it's a teaching experience. So if it was that way, I think I would be very for it. But just buying like a, you know, like a pre-constructed thing, even if they just got to put it together, then I can still see the value in it. But if you're just shipping me a pre-assembled cardboard thing then it's just AR with an extra cost, I guess. Like, I don't know how... I think I think you have to actually build it yourself, but it's just... Uh... Then it depends on the cost. It really depends on the like, cost. It's like, just a fucking cardboard cutout thing that you put controllers into that make it do something. Okay, then so... it just depends on the cost. Like, if, if, if it's expensive, then yeah, it's it's... But if it's cheap and inexpensive, then it's a fun thing. Like, I mean... I guess I don't like them. I don't like that concept. I mean, it's just something about it just rubs me the wrong way. I think I'm indifferent to it. Like I don't know. Like I don't think it. It doesn't. It again. It all comes down to what the retail price is going to be and the availability of it. Like if it's you know expensive or there's only like five of them ever fucking made. I mean, it is what it is. Dude, it's cardboard. They're gonna be pumping that shit out. Then fine. I mean, it is what it is. If there's a if there's a fucking Nintendo famed uh, product, uh, fuck, what the hell is it? Drought with fucking cardboard. Because they, they don't even have to sell any fucking product with it. It's just cardboard. Then they have some fucking crazy ass logistics problems. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that. Um, your thoughts on the Todd Rogers debacle? What the, who the fuck is Todd Rogers? All right, so Todd Rogers is a guy that had a bunch of video game records, right? He had a bunch of stuff in uh, Guinness, and I forget the website that kept track of all this stuff, the track that Guinness uh, World Records defers to. Um, they 
because like a lot of his stuff like he didn't have photographic or uh video proof of a lot of the records he set and these are a lot of really old records this is you know really old games like dating way back and there's they've always been like a point of contention because there's uh while activision you know published uh like a certificate for him like saying he did the thing there was no video records of him you know getting these things and then recently i think last week or the week before um somebody in a very long detailed post pointed out that his original record for some drag racing game is impossible in the code it's quite literally impossible and after reviewing that the website that keeps track of all these video game records for guinness book of world records uh, removed all of his records from the website and banned him from posting results there ever again. And Guinness World Records has such removed his name from all of their stuff and their and their publications. Now, the only part of me that that, that makes me feel a little cheesed, a little weird about all this is the very dude that that posted this long post about it being impossible in the code to set the record the way he did um is now the new record holder you know what i'm saying like that while he can be 100 percent right like that instantly casts me with a shade of distrust for that individual even though by all accounts like it's it's very likely that this guy you know cheated his way to the thing or whatever and that's all fine and you know whatever kudos on them for drawing a hard stance and removing him and all this stuff and i think really he had in all reality he probably rode that that cash pony you know by now like there's i mean how much is he really getting out of a 20 year old video game speed record at this point if you ask me like i get it it's fine i don't think he's setting new records so it's like hey i mean what are they really doing other than you know uh costing his name or what have you it just, I don't know, it kind of it kind of rubs, like, the it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up when the dude that goes through all this trouble to discredit somebody is now the new record holder. My only problem with that is, did they take it on faith, or did somebody actually run through the code, and, val- and somebody who runs the record sites, did they actually yes. run through the code? So, well, I don't, I don't know, I didn't read that far into it. Like, I only read because a couple articles on it. But, I mean... Because if the guy is lying just to get the record like if nobody verified that shit like they need some kind of verification process like i don't care and that's what i mean even without video i mean i think the fact that he doesn't have video proof of the records to begin with should be more than enough to invalidate the record to stand that i have no problem with if he had any if he had any proof of any of the records though and they removed that then i think that's wrong well the only proof he had was that activision gave him a certificate well, you said he had a bunch of records, though. Well, he had, yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, like in any, if any of those games he had verifiable proof for, and they they took his, I guess, title down or whatever, then I think that's fucked up because those weren't the the records being called into question. Yeah, but, but I, I guess it depends on like the site's terms of service. Like, if they have a zero tolerance policy for cheating, and he is proved unequivocally for his very first record to have cheated and use that as a basis to not have video proof for every record he set there, you know, thereafter. You, I can see where you would maybe extrapolate extrapolate that out, you know? But uh, I still, you know, it. 
I'm kind of indifferent to the whole situation. Like, I don't think it, in the grand scheme of things, it really matters. Yeah. Some I dudes mean, fucking video game records. Like. Because, you no, know, even then, it's like the site that, because Guinness Book, I mean, what is this site in Guinness Book of World Records except some people saying they are the official holders of a record and everyone buying most into them being the, the, the keeper of the record, right? And yeah. so good on the site for drawing a zero tolerance policy for cheating. And if they feel like the guy cheated, then it is within their right to do the thing. Like, I mean, it, is it, it honestly can't be his career at this point in time. Like, so I don't know. Like, I'm just indifferent to the whole thing. Like, uh, hey, whatever. It's a thing that happened. So that's our uh, our thoughts on the uh, Todd Rogers debacle. Uh, dumb weapons and characters in RPGs. Uh, looking at you, Gunblade slash Yogurt. Uh, there's lots of those. We're not going to go through that. Um, yeah, I mean, dumb weapons. I mean, this fucking Gunblade is probably the dumbest weapon ever. Everything that's a joke and weapon. A, and dumb. a doll. The dolls for uh, Lulu and the dresses and Final Fantasy X-2. That's all bad. Um, has a video game made you cry? Yes. I would say, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's happened more than once. So, there you go. Throw your controller. How many times have you thrown a controller? Too fucking many. Broke a control- I've broken too many controllers. Like, especially because of fucking Final Fantasy X and the stupid-ass Chocobo fucking... Oh, the lightning bullshit. dodging is bullshit, too. Oh, man. I have never thrown a controller until I broke it. I have thrown controllers, but the only way I've ever broken a controller is just, like, you know that death grip you get where you just you just kind of twist it, right? I have broken a controller apart with that before. But, um... Nah, I, when I get pissed off, I take that shit to the extreme. I will unplug... I, or I used to unplug the wire from the PlayStation, get a good heft... Just, maybe about two or three feet down from the controller base and just, just whip that it. shit into the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> I've never like, done that. If I'm going to break something, if I'm going to fucking break it. Well, because my older brother, he used to do shit like that. He used to get real mad. He would throw a controller at a TV. And like I'm, I just was always like, man, I do not want to break something as expensive as a controller or a TV. Like That was not something that would... I would have got my ass worn out if I broke anything. So... Uh, no, that and I don't let video games get me that mad. Like I get to a point where I'm getting frustrated. I tend to turn the TV off before I, I throw it. Now I have hit some people playing like fucking Mario Party and shit. Like that's been a thing. Like just just <laughs> leaned over and slugged the shit out of somebody. I'd rather hit a person than break a thing. So uh, yeah. Um, made, video game made you come really? No, I don't think so. I don't think I've done that. I mean, I've jacked off to a game once. Really? Which game? Oh, that counts. <laughs> now you gotta tell like, us I was game. Young. I was young, and there was a... Fuck, shit, what is it? Xeno Saga 1. Oh, yeah, boy. You get, uh, like, swimsuit outfits for some of the characters. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. All right. In... All right, well, there okay. you go. That's an answer. So this has been a long fucking listener question show, guys. This has been a long one. You guys, uh... Really, really hit us with the questions this time. We got to answer them all. So it's been fun. Uh, yeah, we still got another couple episodes before we get to that Final Fantasy Tactics advance review. So hang in there for that, I guess. Um, or don't. 
And you have anything to add um, before we do our whole outro a bit? Uh, I mean, I don't know what I would add. Like, All right, that's why I'm just asking. You got anything I you want to say? Talked enough. We have talked enough. We've talked enough for tonight. So uh, you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. You can send us emails, podcast at therpgshow.com. While you're at this mythical therpgshow.com, you can click on the Discord link that'll give you all the information you need to join our Discord where you can see koi fish sucking on dicks and people being angry and upset at the classes that we gave them for Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, you can... Oh, just first and foremost, ratings and reviews on iTunes. Can't say it enough, can't stress it enough. Just go leave a rating and review on iTunes if you have not done so already. Twitter, the RPG Podcast. Make sure to listen to our buddies Blaine and James over at the Is It Worth It Podcast, part of the Retro RPG Podcast feed. Um, I think that's, 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 am I missing anything? I think you pretty much got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. So until next time, Say goodbye, everybody. Uh, Goodbye, everybody.